my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Works For Us, where we talk to people about what works for them and their relationships and, of course, what doesn't. Okay, so we've spoken to several business partners on Works For Us because it's truly a unique relationship that has to be the right fit if it's going to work. But truly, the relationship to yourself within your business journey is arguably even more important than the one with your partner. Because if you don't know yourself and trust yourself, evolution and growth can be so hard to achieve. But today's guest, my dear friend, Tina Craig is a multi-hyphenate of the craziest kind, an entrepreneur and pioneer of influencer marketing, and of course, luxury skincare. If you could see her skin right now, I promise you, she actually lives what she preaches. Um, After originally garnering a following as a television host with a rich media background, she launched Bag Snob in 2005, one of the first ever fashion and lifestyle blogs. A consummate beauty and lifestyle authority, Tina was inspired to launch You Beauty with the belief that achieving beautiful skin doesn't need to be complicated. Tina's hunger and skill for spotting the next big opportunity is truly next level, and she's an absolute trailblazer in so many spaces as an influencer, blogger, and entrepreneur, and I'm so excited to call her my friend and have her on the show. Welcome to Works For Us, beautiful Tina. So... Roger's not here because, you know, I like doing like when I talk to badass women, I just feel like he doesn't have a chance in the room right now. So <laughs> That's right. I just felt like and he's on a work trip for the day. And I was like, I don't really want you involved in my conversation with Tina anyway. So, you know, so we could be having free for all gossip session. Exactly. 
Exactly. You can listen to the podcast. Well, before we go down like your incredible journey and how you became sort of the powerhouse that you are now, I want to, I, I can't remember, but I feel like for some reason you will, how, how we met for the first time. Was it with Jen Meyer? I can't no. remember. No, 10 years ago, you oh came God. to Dallas. <gasps> yes. I met you oh my God. Yes. I forgot that. house. That's our friend who was oh the most bad is the most fabulous man. And he, at the time was the head of Nima Marcus, um, marketing events. And he had an event for you in this, in his gorgeous home. It's a mid-century modern, all glass yep. and a tornado hit. And I had just met you and oh my God. always been a fan. And we went into, they put us in the pantry. Yep. And you were literally <laughs> having 10 gorillas five kangaroos and you were going, I, I get that from Kathy Hilton. She says these things all the time. And you looked at me and you were almost crying. And you said, I just had a baby. I've never left my baby. I shouldn't have left. I can't die. And jo- Joey was with us, the three of us in the pantry. Yep. And I'm like, I know how you feel. I never left. When I had my son, I did not go anywhere without him for three years. Yeah. Same, same. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met. And I remember we, and oh then we were like, we just ate to go in the kitchen. We were literally locked up in this pantry. And Ken's <laughs> like, it's just a snow. It's just a thunderstorm, girl. I'm like, no, it's a tornado. And, we're in a glass and I think I was like so emotional because I think it was just literally like I was breastfeeding. Three it months. was, it was three, three months, months and I had yeah. never left his side. And I, and I had to do this appearance because I just launched my collection. I wanted to do yes. it. I just, I was contemplating, do I bring him like whatever. And I remember when this happened and everything was going great. I mean, I was about to go back to the hotel and leave the next morning. And I just, and I was pumping, I remember in the hotel. And then, (laughs) and then I literally remember, God, I'm so happy that you remember and reminded me of that night because it was an extraordinary night for me because I hadn't left my child. And I remember you looking at me like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And you looked so gorgeous. You were like, you were fully decked in a look. And fully I was decked. like, you I, mean, I love fully Dallas. decked. Oh I, my God. Dallas. Dallas loves women like you and me. Yeah. We can dress up in our sparkles all the time. Totally. Everyone has a blowout. Um, exactly. It's, it's, it's such a chic place. And I will Lashes never forget on, that. Baby. God. And I literally thought I was going to die. That was the thing. Like, you I'm did. like, I just, I you just had, had a baby. Down. I've never been in a tornado. This is someone trying to tell me like, maybe I'm not supposed to be a mom. This is crazy. Like I went so <laughs> dark. I think like my hormones were just. I remember. And Joey finally <laughs> left us. He was like, I'm going out to have more drinks. <laughs> Oh my and God. You and I sat in there in that pantry. And then we sat in the kitchen table. We kind of looked around. We were scared shitless because my son was probably six at the time and you had a newborn. And, you know, but it's that is it's, so crazy. Oh my God. So that was, that was exactly 10 years yes. ago, maybe even more like 10 and a half. But 10 and, okay. a half. and I used to always travel with my son until and like he was about two and a half. And I went to this beauty luncheon with Sarah Brown, who at the time was like the head of beauty at Vogue for years and years. Now she's at Violet Gray. And we were at lunch. And after the lunch, she's like, are we going to go? You know, where are we going? Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, no, I got to go back to the hotel. My toddler's with me. And she looked at me. And she said, why do you bring him everywhere with you? Like, why do you travel with him? And I said, because what if something happens to me? And the plane goes down or I get in a car wreck and I'm traveling. She goes, so it's better your baby goes down with you. And uh, I looked at her and I was like, okay, I'm never taking No, <laughs> I know. It's the, these, by the way, and I think it's important to share. Here's yes. the thing. I think it's important to share with our listeners that every working parent 
has these questions, especially a new parent. Um, I I think, and being these like crazy workaholics that we have always been, um, I think when you have your first child, you're like, okay, I'm just not going to leave him. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to, I just bring him wherever I go. But I think there's those moments where you contemplate, is this better or worse for him and me? Like it's, it's, I I struggled with that for probably four or five years with like when I first had Sky and it was, it's still a question, but now they're older and, you know, more independent. But I think still, I think every working parent, especially new parents, I think goes, is it better to leave? Is it better to stay? Is it better to separate and compartmentalize? Is it better to just merge the two? I think, I think there's no right answer. I feel like dads don't have that issue. They don't. We do. We constantly carpet. I mean, like, we're like, okay, do we take them? Do we leave them home? Is it worse if they're traveling around the world with us or are they experiencing things? Like, but my son doesn't remember that he had been to 13 countries. Uh, of course. Like, four years old. <laughs> that he, at five years old, Milan fashion week, we land and he'll look around. And he goes, oh, Milan. Okay, mommy, chase pigeons and pizza. Like, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. <laughs> By the way, Skyler did the same. They yeah. chase pigeons. They could never chase catch. Pigeons at Duomo. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, he's like, I will never go to Milan again. My mom would leave me with a nanny at Duomo chasing uh, pigeons. Misery. And I'm like, what? Greg, what do you mean? I was the best mom. I took you everywhere. I was the best mom. Yeah. But well, I did. T- I made up for. I took him to Chiara for Augie's wedding in Sicily. I took him out of school. At that point, he was 13. And he loves Fedez. And so that made up for everything I've ever done to him, he said. They are the best couple. They are literally like royalty. I and I and such nice, nice people. And I'm so happy for them. But, you know, I want to talk about that because Kiara, I mean, you know, you were, you know, people, as as you know, people always say like, oh, Rachel's the OG, whatever, influencer. Yeah. And she's at, at the time, I obviously, and even now still, I, I don't, I don't think of myself as a influencer. Um, but I think, I think, um, you were without question. Um, the first, I mean, I think it was probably 2005 pre social media, right. Pre everything. Um, MySpace. Right. 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 (laughs) And, and, you know, I, I think it's really important to talk about because you told me your story fairly recently and I just sat there kind of frozen, like how you came over, how your parents were here, how you were like, what made you want, what made you wake up and say, I want to start blogging at fashion shows. I want to start covering this. I want to, I don't even know what that means right now, but like, this is right. what I want to do. So what even like gives you that thought, honestly? When I started the blog, so my son was born in 2004 and in October. And a few months later, you know, in 2005, I realized I didn't want to go back to work. You know, I had a really difficult time conceiving. And, but then there was this stigma of being a stay at home mom. You're not doing anything. Right. And, you know, at the time I had, I, I was on, a, I was an MTV VJ for MTV Asia. I had several talk shows and television in China and Taiwan. So I came back to the U S got married, had a baby, found myself living in Texas suburbs mm-hmm. And said to myself, I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to leave this baby. I don't want him to grow up not knowing me and knowing like a nanny. And I was shopping all the time because I was hanging out with Ken Downing. And (laughs) and I'm like, the perfect marriage, by the way, you and Ken Downing. Yes, by the way, when I moved here, no one was happier than him and I hanging out together all the time. I miss (laughs) him so much. And I, you know, I'd go to luncheons with Michael Kors or Oscar or or Donna or DVF. And I thought, 
I have access to all of these people, yeah. you know, I should, I should interview them or something. But I was but at, really at the time I was just sending my college best friend in Cambridge, a lot of bags from Neiman's and I would call their house and her husband is a software engineer. And at the time in 2005, he called me because, you know, voicemail, you saw those machines. And he said, well, what kind of psychopath calls someone's home and leaves a 20 minute message about fashion that you met somebody and there's a sale and there's a bag. Why don't you guys start a blog? And so it was really his idea. And we said, okay, what's a blog? And he said, it's, it's a journal basically. And it's online. You can have this conversation together and leave me out of it. And right. I was like, okay, great. So it was this little private, we were no name anonymous. And, you know, he called, he's like, call a bag snob. You guys are such snobs and $20, $10 <laughs> to buy the name $10 for the domain hosting. And then he threw up some Google ads and within four, like two months, we made $400. And both of us, I went to USC, I have an international finance degree. And she was in the entrepreneur program. We both said, well, I said, because I'm so ambitious, I was like, you can make money on this little journal that we have? Wait a minute, hold up. So I called Ken and Neiman Marcus and I said, why don't you buy an ad on my website? And they're like, okay, what? <laughs> what, is, what do you, they didn't even have a website yet. And then it was, it just started from, it was very organic. It was right. just because it was so much fun. I loved it. I love talking about fashion and people started asking questions because, you know, imagine 2005 and you're looking up Chanel bag or a Birkin and there's nothing out there except for this little blog would come up called bag snob people right. from London, you know, Vogue editors, Alexander Schulman really discovered us and did this whole huge article in British Vogue about us back in 2005 or 2006. I love her. There's nothing out there. I love her. She's amazing. But, you know, right place, right time, I always say, but we also had this voice, very sassy, and people could tell that I came from a place of experience, expertise, because we've been obsessed with bags. That's how we met. We would buy each other Prada bags in college at USC and tell our parents, like, well, she bought me a bag. I have to buy her one bag. And that's how Bags Mom started. It was purely out of a love of not only fashion, but my child, I didn't want to go back to work. And it was a way for me to stay home, stay creative. I blogged next to his crib, holding his hand. So he would nap. And I would, so to this day, when he can't sleep, he opens his laptop, the hum of a computer knocks him out like that. Oh He's my God. You see, this is, a, see, I, uh, this is so important because I think, I think in talking, you know, the reason again, I didn't want Roger on today because why? No, I'm just kidding. But it's because I do think it's really important. And I think, and we're going to get into that in a minute, but like how important it is to, because we do focus on relationships, yes. having that relationship with yourself is I think yeah. something as women and especially career driven mothers we struggle with that. We are, we, yes. we are constantly, people always ask me like, how do you do it all? How do you make it look so easy? I'm like, no, none of this is easy. A and B, there is a, there is not a minute in a day that I don't have an internal struggle about where yeah. does my attention and focus go or like a weekend when I desperately just need like to sleep for two hours, but then I'll miss time with my kids and it's the weekend and, you know, and you always pick them, right? You never pick yourself. So I I think it's, I think it's that relationship. And I think, you know, something I want to talk to you about is sort of like, okay, so at what point did you realize that you had this like major business that you were going to turn it into a brand and that you were going to launch you beauty because were you just like, Everyone stops me about my skin, so I need to do something about it. 
The holidays can be a completely overwhelming time of year, as we all know, and prioritizing your mental health is so incredibly important. So if you're struggling right now, trust me, you are not alone. But I will say talking to a professional who can help you manage your stress is absolutely essential. And if you're looking for a great online therapy option, I cannot recommend Talkspace enough. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform. There are thousands of licensed therapists available for you to match with across dozens of specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. They will pair you with a therapist who's right for your needs, who can help you process significant life changes and anything else that may be overwhelming you. Truly, there isn't an easier option than Talkspace. Talkspace works around your schedule at your convenience with live video sessions and unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist. Getting matched with a licensed professional therapist who will always keep your information secure and safe is no longer a chore thanks to Talkspace. You can set goals with your Talkspace therapist and develop techniques to cope in difficult times. And honestly, that's how therapy has always benefited me most, by offering me tools so that I can manage what overwhelms me with greater ease. If you need a little support to help you through the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code WORKS. That's $100 off when you use code WORKS at Talkspace.com. If you've become accustomed to online shopping over the last few years, like I have, it may seem like it's impossible to shop for something as specific as glasses from home. But Warby Parker has honestly changed all of that. With their free home try-on program, you can order five pairs of glasses to try at home for five days with no obligation to buy. Your try-on kit will ship free and includes a prepaid return shipping label, so it really is totally free. Plus, Warby Parker has styles that range from extra narrow to extra wide to fit all face shapes, so I can tell you that you'll definitely find something flattering for your face. And if you do fall in love with a pair and decide to buy them, know that with Warby Parker, you'll always get a great deal. Glasses start at just $95, including prescription lenses. They also have sunglasses and blue light glasses available, so even if your vision is great, you need some Warby Parker frames in your life. Trust me, I know. I have them myself. The home try-on kit was especially eye-opening for me because I was genuinely surprised by some of the glasses that I preferred. I ordered a mix of sunglasses and blue light filtering glasses to try, and my favorite sunglasses were absolutely the Audrey frames in Marzipan Tortoise. They fit my face perfectly, but still had the slightly oversized look that I prefer, as we all know. And I never thought I'd like metal frames, but the gorgeous Ava frames make a perfect blue light choice for me because they're so delicate and chic. And what I really love is that Warby Parker sunglasses are such high quality. They feature premium polarized lenses that are scratch resistant and provide 100% UV protection. I mean it when I say that they are truly the perfect blend of style and functionality. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. And if you have FSA or HSA dollars to use, don't let them go to waste. You can use them on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Discover the glasses that fit your face best by trying Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days with no obligation to buy at warbyparker.com slash zoe. 
Again, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash Zoe. No, I was never going to do a skincare brand. I thought the world had too many skincare brands, first of all. And I didn't think it needed any more noise. And I think because I, you know, it was really hard for me in the beginning when we started Bag Snob, nobody wanted to talk to us. And people were like, what's a blog? No, you can't come to Prada show. I remember calling Ricky to sell, like cold calling her. Prada. Hi, can I come to the Prada show in Milan? I love Prada, you know. And I fought so hard for my place. And, you know, the first show I went to was Oscar de la Renta and they seated me. I was like the first seated show because I was invited to other shows. They're like, you can stand by that corner, really by like behind. Just go behind the stage. I Don't mean, even come to the front. Oh my God. But I went. Yeah. I always went because I, I knew I'm just like, I have to, I have to do this. Like this is, this is something I love doing. And it was so worth it to me because there were so many days and nights where I would be blogging going, what am I doing? Spending my time try, fighting for this business. And my, and I'm holding my son, like hoping, and I'm still breastfeeding. I breastfed for almost two years. And there was all these moments, but I just thought I'm, I'm just going to keep going because it just felt right. Yep. And, and it gave me something to, that I really loved and had, I, could do, I love my son so much, but I also love myself. I, like you said, I was able to do something and I had fun. Yep. And so I didn't feel guilty having fun because sure. I called it work. Right? right. Of course. And then it led to a lot, you know, so bag snob became very well known again, because there's really no other game in town, if I'm being honest, but we had this certain voice that women identified with and men. And then it's segue to beauty snob. And I remember flying to New York and attending American Express Forum and listening to Bobby Brown. I remember I bought a ticket and I, and I wanted to, Bobby Brown was like my hero. And I walked, I listened to her and Kate Spade talking on this American Express Forum about 14, 15 years ago. And afterwards I was like, I have to start Beauty Snob because that's really my passion. I love beauty. Skincare is part of my whole life growing up because I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. My grandmother would always tell me, if you have great skin, you have confidence. Best face forward to her was having beautiful, healthy skin, no makeup. And she even said to me, you know, you're really short, you know, typical Chinese grandmother, <laughs> Jewish grandmothers and Chinese grandmothers really toughened us. She's like, you're really short, but you have really great skin. You're not the, you're not the prettiest girl here, but you have the best skin and you can go to Harvard. And I'm like, what? Cause she said, because you're so confident you can do anything you want in life. And so that always stayed with me. That good skin is self-confidence. It was beyond like the ego and, and, you know, shallow and skinny. Sure. And so when I started New Beauty, it was because this pursuit of having perfect, healthy, glowy skin, not perfect, but just healthy. Yeah, yeah, glowy yeah of skin. course. To the best that anybody can. The best. At, right. And I couldn't, I, there was, I had, I was the first to write about the 13 step routine on beauty snob back in, back in 2006. And Rachel Stugatz called me out on this. She said, well, you started this mess. I'm like, well, I'm going to end this mess. <laughs> and I, I would use 20 products in the morning, 20 products at night, 13 <sighs> steps. And this cosmetic confusion and non nonstop waste. And I started creating rosacea and, and I just, you know, I knew there had to be a better way, mm -hmm. a, a smarter way of going about skincare and what didn't involve, you know, throwing a new product at a person every week. Sure. And, you know, I just read this thing where they said, the reason you have 14 step routines, because it makes you feel like you have control in this chaotic world. Yeah. Yeah, you only really need the first two steps, cleansing and moisturizing, and then you know the other fourteen steps is because you feel like you have some semblance of control in this chaos of the world. <laughs> and so then I, I right, and I linked with my um, longtime friend and now business partner Katie. We were having dinner, and I knew she was private labeling for. I mean, for twenty years she'd been private labeling for other other brands, and her husband's family had been in the industry for generations. His grandmother was very well known in the beauty space. And so she told me about this technology that her lab or clinical grade lab in Italy, the biggest one 
had developed a technology that can treat the skin where it's damaged and bypass healthy skin cells, basically guaranteeing you not to not have irritation and to have like full results, get the glow, basically, you know, get what you want with laser resurfacing without the laser resurfacing, right. without damage and the irritation. And that's when I was like, oh, okay. She said, do you want to try it? Do you want to, you know, make a product? And I just thought it was like being invited to Hermes and make a bag or something, right? <laughs> I thought I was just making a serum for myself. But because I started handing it to people like you and, and yeah. Nikki, everybody, yeah. and Candice Wanapool and uh, Camila Coelho and Kiara backstage, front, you know, front of the house, that people were loving it and giving me really thoughtful feedback. You know, Michelle Lee and there was Eva Chen and people were like, oh, just imagine acquiring a hundred test am- test humans. I mean, right. don't test on animals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> test sure. humans. And they all would give super thoughtful feedback based on their own experience with beauty because right. they're all like, experts in their own fields. And that's sure. how you started. It was also organic. Everything I've ever done in my life, when people are like, did you have a business plan? Did you do Same. this? I always feel so bad. I'm like, I didn't have a plan. I just wanted to make the best product I could find. No, I didn't have a plan. I just wanted to have as much fun as I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very similar. We're very, very similar creatures. And I think, I think because we came up in a different time and I think that because we were pioneer, like, like the, I I don't want to say pioneers. I don't mean to pat us on the back. I just mean like first, because it didn't exist at the time and we were kind of learning as we go. Right. Um, but I think with that, I would say the question I get asked the most is, did you have a plan? Was there goals? Was there this? Was there that? Did you, and I'm like, I want to say yes to you because I want to tell you how to do this, but I honestly can't tell you it's, it's following gut. It's a situation that feels right. It's when a time feels right to do the next thing and, and, and so on and so on. And I think, I think that we are very similar in that our careers were born out of a passion for a certain thing or many things. And that's the evolution of the brand. Right. Um, but and necessity, I, and necessity. If you're a new mom. Yes. You have to do something that you, if you want to work, if you don't great, but if you want to work, I'll be figured out where you can still be as attentive at home. I still did all the carpools. I, you know, I yeah. raised my son, Oh yeah. but in between, right. We're yep, like doing our because of the internet, we were able to do that. Yep. Think about, think of our mothers, our grandmothers. They didn't have those options. No way. No way. And I think, okay. So it's very important what, what I think some people may not know because it's a little more on the inside is not only were you probably the first fashion influencer, but you have since started Estate 5, which is your own influencer agency, which is so mind-blowing because... There's only a handful. There are, I, I don't think there's anyone who is actually the firstborn influencer who actually has an agency so that you're so versed in what is needed in each market and influencer marketing. I mean, I think speaking to you is like speaking to like Oz of influencers because, <laughs> well, because I think you understand the psychology behind it, the effectiveness of it, the, what it means to be genuine, because I think there's a lot of stigma put on the word influencer, right? And people are either obsessed with it or they make fun of it, right? Right. I think they look down at it. And I think, you know, what I want to say is I was definitely someone who was a little bit resistant, I would say in the beginning, because it, 
it felt, yeah. it was confusing to me a little bit of, um, and, and by the way, I don't, I don't speak about you in that way because you worked really hard and created something. And I, I think for me, there's, there's such a clear, uh, there's such a clear, distinct group of influencers right. that stand out, you know what I mean? Yeah. To even today. Ice that, cream in the sky, hearts and platforms. Right, right. <laughs> and so I think there's smart people that are building brands. And then I think there's people that are just trying to make money off taking their pictures, right? Right. <laughs> and, you know, the agency really, I I was not going to start an agency. I didn't want to manage people. Yeah, of course. But when I was approached to do this, because I was trying to steal one of my girlfriends, um, she's uh, she had an employee who was an attorney from LA who really helped um, other celebrities like create their digital presence. And when I was about to leave my agency, I thought I'm just gonna bring someone in house. And I thought, Oh, like Raina James, instead of seeing them as competition, bring them all in and teach them how to monetize. Right. And so I love the idea because as a talent, I don't think anyone, any other agency has, you know, a partner or a, a co-founder who's also with the talent right. who can be like, I really get how you feel. And they come to me. I have my girls, like any of them, guys, they can text me and they're like, I don't feel good about this job. And I'll say, okay, I get it. Don't yep. do it. Like, yep. I, 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 cause I know how you like truly can empathize sure. how they feel because I'm there with them. Yep. So that side of it is, I think our advantage. Yep. Whereas the other, you know, great agents, they're all, everyone brings something really different. Our agency's a boutique agency. And we, you know, we just opened an office in New York, though. We now have also Studio 5, which we do content creation. And so it's become like full circle for me. But it's been very fulfilling because I have, as I always say, I'm, I always find the smartest people to be my partners. So they make me look way smarter than me. (laughs) They do, right? I just get to do my thing and they figure everything else out. And so Lindsay and Suzanne are my partners and our agency has just grown so much. We now have 35 managers. Wow. We've got over 70 talent. I mean, we, that's but incredible. We but instead of, but we're never going to have like 500 talent, right. 50 of them do great. We want all 50, all 75, of course. each one of those to be a badass and, and really excel in their space and in very diversified spaces as well. And that's, that's how we started. We it. We use again, your talent all the time, by the way. Thank you. Uh, we, we use your talent all the time. And um, we have some of the highest converters. In yeah. That's what world. she said. In the world. Like people don't even know, like you could be a mom in Kansas and you're converting like a motherfucker, <laughs> but people don't even realize yeah. that it's not just like, you don't have to be famous. A hundred percent. And also I think people. it's, it's authentic. And I think that yes. I think there's sometimes I think the less famous you are, actually you convert way more because you're more relatable on so yes. many levels. Now right. I want to speak about, um, you know, I, I do want to, I do want to go back to you beauty for one second, because I want to say like, I'm such a diehard fan of you beauty. And like Tina said, I mean, it's clearly a space that is a very full space beauty. And, right. um, but I do think that you beauty stands out beyond because it is so simple. And to your point, it's so interesting because, you know, I'm such a beauty junkie. Like I really am. And I'm not great at self-care. So I think when you say you only need these three items or these three or four things or these two things or whatever it is to transform your skin and it actually works, it's like, 
wait, hey, but I have 20 things from this brand that I thought I couldn't get that skin without using all 20 of these. So I I think it's incredible. I also want to mention the arm sculpt. I just need to point that out because- um, Put it all over your body. By the way, Nikki and Paris um, are the ones that actually told me about arm sculpt. It was not even Tina that was like pushing product on me. And they said, oh my God, you have no idea. It's the most amazing product. It like tightens your skin and like da-da-da. I'm like, arm sculpt? Okay, I'll try it. And I decided to just put it everywhere. I was like, I'll put it on my legs. Oh, everywhere. <laughs> I was like, Especially your neck and chest. Well, that's the thing about you, Beauty. What really drove me was to create these multi-purpose, multi-functional products that actually worked. That, you know, the resurfacing compound will give you that laser resurface glow without the damage, but it also replaces six to eight other things. Right. And right. when you first, when people heard that, they're like, yeah, sure, marketing gimmick. And then they try it. That's why, you know, when we started, we sent out 100,000 samples. We paid for shipping because I'm like, I know if they try it, it's like being a drug dealer. Just give them a taste. They're going to be up, become obsessed. <laughs> Like anybody who I treated everyone as an influencer because I felt even if you are a stay at home mom or a career woman, you have five friends you'll tell, and right. those five friends are going to listen to you. And so, and it worked, and it worked. Yes, and so we, you know, like we sold out that first three weeks when we launched because it works. And it was just that one product. Amazing. And then we launched the super hydrator, which has now become like everyone, like Bella Hadid the other day told me she told her mom about it and then she ran out. So she went to Yolanda's house and stole hers. <laughs> She's off on her honeymoon, clutching her case of sculpt in all her you beauty. She literally got ordered a case of each because she was going for six weeks. She was worried she'd run out of you beauty. <laughs> so she ordered a case of each and literally, you know, went on her plane with all her products. Oh and my that, God. I mean, listen, uh, I, I, here's great. the thing I want to point out. Like, yes, Tina's talking about obviously very well known people, but the truth is I think you should actually use that as a testament to you beauty because they have access to everything and they get everything, everything for free. Everything and this free. is what they're choosing. Exactly. exactly. So, so, so when the supermodels and the celebrities, you know, and I can't even say some of them because they have huge beauty contracts. They're like, can you just send me some resurfacing compound? I got a photo shoot. I'm like, I got you. Amazing. I'm like, I don't even need you. They're like, you know, I can't tag. I go, it's fine. It doesn't I'm matter as so long as they happy. use it and they love it. I get such joy out of giving thoughtful gifts, and it's an even better feeling to give a gift that's actually meaningful. This year, I wanted to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we all share. That's why I'm giving the gift of StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or, if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Or, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? You can even ask more embarrassing questions than that. It's really entirely up to you. After only one year... StoryWorth will compile all of your loved one's stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. It's also just an absolutely beautiful way to honor their stories and memories. It's kind of like curating and preserving the best stories from my favorite people. Just imagining having an archive of memories from my mom, dad, and my sister that Caius and Skylar can enjoy for the rest of their lives is just the most incredible thing. And in that way, StoryWorth is actually a gift that benefits the entire family. Just doing the podcast with my mom made me realize that I need to have the story of her wedding veil on fire 
officially documented and StoryWorth makes that possible. I am most definitely doing this for my parents for their upcoming birthdays because they would honestly love this more than any other gift I could possibly give them. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash Zoe and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash Zoe to save $10 on your first purchase. It's the busiest time of year. And if you're anything like me, your brain needs a distraction sometimes from all of the craziness and the hustle. And that's exactly why I have to tell you guys about the coolest mobile puzzle game, Fast Fiends, because Crushing Candy is so 2012. It's time for a puzzle game with something new and fresh to offer. I mean it when I say that Best Fiends is such a fun and relaxing way to take a little mental break during the day. Even if you don't have access to Wi-Fi, you can still play in offline mode. So wherever and whenever you need a little escape, Best Fiends is there for you. With Best Fiends, you play through an actual storyline complete with good guys, the fiends, and not so good guys, the slugs. Basically, it's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one. There's new content added all the time, so you're never bored. I'm just getting started, but I'm already truly obsessed. And with literally thousands of levels and more added all the time, there's always a fresh challenge waiting when I need a little mental pick-me-up. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. People always comment on my self-confidence, even though I'm literally always the shortest person in every room, (laughs) the smallest, but I walk in like, I think I'm a supermodel. I'm always shocked when I see photos of Paris and Nikki with me. I'm like, wait, I thought we were the same height. They were like, what? (laughs) Wait, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, you're not our height. I'm like, what? I always think I'm like Candace Montepoole's height. And so my friends go, why are your friends so tall? Does that... Does not like freak you out and take photos with Supermom? I'm like, why? No, I, I look just like them. What? <laughs> but I see photos. And By I'm like, the way, I don't like them. <laughs> I need to hang out around you more because I'm constantly like head down when I'm next to um, my model friends and all of these girls. And I'm like, oh my God. And I, I go like this and they're like, chin up. I'm like, okay. I'm oh, like, stop why it. do I feel like they're mom? They're always the most glam. Oh, I mean, everyone. God. She's decked out in her web and beautiful (laughs) half dance. The other day I wore a half dance. I was like, she's right. It feels very comfortable. (laughs) It does. It feels like you're wearing pajamas. I strongly recommend it. It's like, it's like a glamorous robe you get to wear in the real, in real life, you know? Um, Okay. So I want to talk quickly about your personal life. Well, family, family life, you know, my son, it's, he won't drive. He's 17. Stop it. Do you know, Tina, when I got, when I turned whatever it was, 16 or whatever, yeah. I literally was like, give me those keys. I love I you. I drove I'm to bye. San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Girl. At 17, I was, at 18, I was driving to Mexico from LA. Cause I, <laughs> he doesn't want to drive. I feel it's really hard. I mean, just wait till teenagers. No, but this I is the third I time I've heard this on. this week. I yeah, have a friend with a drive. teenage daughter. She doesn't want to get her license. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Why? But why? Can you explain the psychology? Why? I think number one, they're Ubering. The anxiety, they're, it's, it's so easy right. to not drive because sure. they have Uber, they have us. And, you know, us Gen X moms are like so hands on helicopters. It's, what true. Do you need? What do you need? it's true. Whereas our boomer moms are like, what, where are you going? I don't know. Like they have no idea what's happening. <laughs> we have to go figure out things out ourselves. Right. So true. And I think the anxiety 
of um, driving because there's so many more cars and they're so well aware. We didn't have the internet. We didn't know the car accidents. That's true. That's true. We just got in the car and drove. We didn't even wear seatbelts. It's true. Right? That's true. It wasn't until the 90s. I wore a seatbelt like out of guilt. Like I I wore it because I felt like if I don't wear it, something's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't really wear a seatbelt in the beginning that I was forced to because, you know, I didn't want it to turn my outfit. Oh, it does. It honestly does crush the outfit. I basically find myself going to events holding the seatbelt away from my body. I know. So it's an issue. But I think that's why. And then I think it's anxiety and they're scared. My goddaughter just turned 21. She finally got her license. That's so so amazing. I mean, I'm so shocked by it, honestly. Okay, so let me ask you this. So what... um, I mean, you're such a baller. I mean, and you're female and seemingly fearless. I mean, my question is, you know, you've now built different parts of your brand and different parts of your business. Um, Do you ever lack the sort of, like, do you ever not trust your instincts? Do you ever question, like, this will never work? Why am I doing this? Like, or do you ever, like, what's the fear? What, like, do you have very real fear? Do you find that you, do you get pushback? Do you ever feel like you're in a man's world? Or do you feel like you have a strong voice that, um, really is not met with the like, Oh, Tina, you're crazy. Or like, stop, just stop. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Do you get, do I you get feel told that, that all the time when I wanted to do the sculpt arm compound, what I told to our Italian chemists, they're males. I said, I, I want to create invisible space for the arms. And they're like, what? That's, that's how we start. When I, Tina has a crazy idea and Tina will say, Oh, I want to glow like a five-year-old. I'm like, you know how five-year-olds glow right here, right here, but not the T-zone. You I actually are glow. glowing from there. I'd like to point that out that you guys yeah. can't see her, but she's literally <laughs> radiant right up at the no, upper cheekbone. Never greasy. No. Yeah. No, that's this the is- super. Cause the super, that's what the super does for you. And then when I told them about that, they're like, that's crazy. How's that going to work? No. Then, you know, it takes them sometimes a few months, sometimes it takes them a year. But with the sculpt, it took us almost three years because when they finally figured it out, they're like, okay, we figured it out. We got, we got your invisible spanx for the invisible shape prayer for the arms. And so I do get pushed back, but I have imposter syndrome. Like even talking to you today, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Why do people care? I'm so, there's nothing interesting about me. I'm not a celebrity. So I'm always like, why do people want to listen? No, like, that's not true. Think of something funny to say, you know, because people want to be so bored. They're going to turn off and the Rachel will be like, I shouldn't have had her on. You know, so I have all those thoughts all the time. But we, then, are the, we are the same people. I just want you right? to know that. We actually are so similar. It's absolutely insane. I know, but that's what drives us. Like I have yes. to keep working. People are like, you can stop working. But I recently, not but I started working with a life coach and I talk to myself now. In the morning, I'm like, you know, I tell myself things like you're going to do amazing. Like you're amazing, sweetie. Uh-huh. I'm my own Chris Jenner. I'm my own mama. Joy. You're amazing. sweetie. <laughs> my own Chris Jenner. You have to tell yourself that. Uh-huh. And another bad thing is I'm an asshole. I ask everyone their opinion and I never listen. So people call, so I'm an asshole. I'm like, so I'll ask opinions from so-and-so and then they'll tell me, and I'm like, no, I'm still going to do it my way. But I just want to hear what everyone else thinks. And as far as being in a man, definitely all the time, because men have their, again, they're wired differently. So I have to go on a brand trip or something and the partner happens to be male. I'll be like, well, I'm going to, I got to see what my son's doing. And I remember a couple of times, you know, this is like probably five, six years ago, someone said, Oh, stop using the mom card. (gasps) 
it was a gay male who's close. I literally ripped his head off. I'm like, what mom card? Like, this is serious things I think about. Like, I can't stay the whole, you know, fashion. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm going to come strategically and think about the shows I'm going to go support and the shows I'm going to go work at. And I have to bring home a paycheck because I'm not just out here. You know, I got to eat. I got to feed my kid, especially now. Right. And so I, I, so yeah, I feel that especially being Asian on top of it. Yeah. I've definitely, you know, been told certain things like what, you know, Asians all have great skin. So just very dismissive from, so, you know, but I think I always stand strong in my beliefs. Mm-hmm. I'm not easily swayed, mm-hmm. even though I, I do get influenced. Like if you post something, I want to buy it, but I'm not easily influenced when it comes to things I want to do. And I sure. think you're the same. Yes. I, I know what I want to do and, and even if I, and I'm like, you know what, even if it turns out to be wrong, I have a plan B. <laughs> right. And also, and also you had to get there yourself. You had uh-huh. to get there yourself. And Roger uh-huh. always goes to me, why do you ask me my opinion? You're going to do what's in your head anyway, but you're asking You're an me. asshole like me. A hundred percent. I'd like uh-huh. to point out that Tina and I are five days apart and I'm finding, cause I am a huge believer in horoscopes and birth signs and I, I stand by that my Virgo, my fellow Virgos are... I'm August 24. What are you? I'm September 1. Yeah. So six days, six days, six days. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the, the here's... Okay, so here's another interesting question. And then I'm going to let you go back to your life soon. But so something that I don't get asked often enough, but I do speak about. So I asked you if you felt pushback from men. Have you had pushback from women? Cause I've had tons in my career. Oh yeah. I, I feel like sometimes even worse than men. Right? Me they, too. Talk, they, when people talk, I'm like, you know, males are easily intimidated. If you get in their face and yeah, be like, of course. Thing, they're like oh, of course. Oh, oh. but females, right. The glass ceiling, like who's setting it's other females, it's, Sure. which, which is why, but I think in this, our new generation, our generation in this new era of life, I think we're really conscious of that now. We I try agree. to support it, but and also agree. we find our tribe, right? Yes. So, we, so especially with you know what's going on in my personal life, it's been really surprising the friends who have come out of the woodworks yeah. and you know people like even you and just mm-hmm. I'm like oh my god, so touching. I don't see you guys all the time, but you reach out. How are you doing? And I love the support that we have now, and I think the most important thing is to be the friend that you want. Hundred percent. So, so if you're a person who's always getting screwed, I'm like, well, are you screwing other people? Because I don't really, you know, sure. obviously there, there's going to be women who are. Then I just stay away from them. I mean, you see those people who push back and do the things. You're like, okay, that's not a support. She's not. More, she, she's not. She's not. Partner. She's not a hundred percent. And she's I think not my person. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there's nothing better than 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 great women. You know what I mean? But I do think that there aren't such great women. And I think that as you get older, I think those are the things that you have to mentally really come to terms with and, and pick your people, you know, and and pick your people. Also have sympathy for them. Cause I always feel like she's trying to cock block you. Like what is going on in her life? Yeah. Yeah. And why is she angry and miserable? So I try to talk to them and, and sometimes people are like, don't patronize me. I'm angry. I'm like, I'm not patronizing. I'm just trying to talk to you because I always try to find out like, what's the problem? Like what, what sure. happened? Sure. Fix it? Yep. I'm a fixer. So are you. And I think that's why people don't really get mad at us. I, I there are, we're not very polarizing. I no, feel. I agree. I agree right? now. Okay. So last question, what 
because <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot lately. What would you have, what would you have told your 19 year old self? That oh, you, I, that I you really didn't know and you really wish I, you I, did. I love this. Stop worrying about what others are thinking about you because yeah. they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Because that's what I live my life like worried. Oh, no, what if that person knows? Oh Me my too. God, what if that person knows? Me too. I'll tell myself, they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Who cares? Like, <laughs> I no, wish it's I knew true. that. I would have made different decisions probably. I, I you know, not I have no regrets with the way I led my life, but I I would have done a lot of things differently. Same. Had I right? Same. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think we spend a lot of time doing that. And it's funny because I speak to young people so much and they're like, What's your best advice? I'm like, just you do you. Yes. You do you. And I think that's not something that you learn until you're older, but I think it's yeah. up I think it really people need women that are a bit older to say th- like trust me on this. You know how like you yell at your children, not yell at them, but like I said to Skylar the other day, he was like, mom, you put me in, you put me in, in pants and long sleeves and everybody else was in shorts. I'm like, it was 47 degrees and raining. Why you can't wear shorts. And he was like, and I was like, and you said you're shivering in library. And I was like, you're a leader. You're not a follower. Stop. Like, stop, stop, stop. But it's hard because I always try to tell my son, I'm like, make your own decision. So even when he was really little, I remember standing at Toys R Us for, I'm not kidding you, over an hour. Cause I, cause he goes, mommy, you choose. And I go, no, you have to choose your own toy. He's like, no. Cause so I really wanted to teach him to make your own choices in life. And I still do that with him. And he, you know, even just the littlest things, because what, what are we doing? We're really just ready to, you know, at 17, we're, we're just ready to launch them. Right. So yep. now, and so I think if you start really early and you think about, and I read that when he was very young, if you think about launching your kids by the time they're five, everything you'll do the way you raise them, the way you speak to them, it, it's preparing to launch them. If you have that in your head that I'm, I'm raising this child to launch them as adults. What if you never want to launch them? I know that's me. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm launching with him. What if we way. never want to launch them? Then I'm, I'm launching with him. I'm going to move with him to LA when he goes to USC and then I'll be able to see you all the time. I'll come over and I'll be with you. I'll, I'll borrow your kids. I literally just hope my kids go to school in California. And then Roger, of course. But then you know what Roger said, of course, because this is how we like... This is, this is the two of us. I go, oh my God, I want them to go to UCLA or USC or Berkeley yeah. or somewhere in California. And Roger goes, no, they should go somewhere that isn't California. So they like yes. live life somewhere else. Back. And like, da, da, da. I was like, what? I'm like, what? Yeah. You know? So yeah, That's this the is thing. boy They're moms, boy moms, boy moms. Yep. Here I we know. are. Well, I love you madly. I think you're you. just one of the most amazing, like, lifting girls, girl, badass, like inspirational women. And I'm so lucky that, you know, I've gotten to spend so much time with you with, you know, the Hilton clan. Cause I think Tina and I have been auditioning for Kathy's like fifth daughter. Um, I mean, really, really third, but you know, now she has Tessa. So, you know, we we're losing, we're losing ground. We're losing ground. I know. She just called me the other day. She was like, what is that thing you're zapping your face with? Do I need it? You know, she's so funny. I, I can spend hours on the phone with her. And she's she's always texting at like 3 a.m. So. You know, I saw Kathy out last night and Rick. And what was so beautiful was I got to, as I'm talking to Rick and Kathy, I just finished talking to Tessa and Baron. And um, for those of you that don't know, Baron is 
uh, Paris and Nikki's brother, one of their brothers, who is married to this angel of, of a, a, the most magically beautiful angel with uh, its spirit, so sweet. the sweetest, yeah. loveliest girl named um, Tessa. And right. I, I looked at Tessa and Baron sitting on the couch talking to each other. And then I was talking to Kathy and Rick over here and I was like, they're they're the next Kathy and Rick. Like they, like yes. I was just watching it. They're so beautiful and so magical. And so, and so are Paris and Carter. And so are Nikki. Just beautiful. And you know what it is? And James, because they had that example. I agree. So I always, I always tell, I always say, Kathy, send me that text that Rick sent you. Cause they send each other the sweetest things. I'm like, cause that's what I want. They are. But, let me tell you, for those of you that don't know, I mean, so everybody fun. knows of the Hilton family, obviously, but I just want to say, and I think Tina and I will <laughs> close on our love for the Hilton family just because, but I think it's important to know that as well known as they are and as everything, they're the kindest, most yeah. loving, hilarious, hilarious family that just live life to the absolute fullest and just deeply love each other. And it's loyal, a really loyal, honestly, loyal beyond, loyal beyond. And, and, it's, um, all, and it's all, it's all from the matriarch, right? It's totally. Kathy and Rick, yep. both of them 100. setting that example of true love. I mean, Kathy traveled to Italy with Nikki and I this summer. She had never gone to Europe without Rick. So, so the by the way, I've, ne- I've never I- gone without Roger since I've been with him. That's you guys too. You have that same love. I when I saw you guys at the wedding and I was admiring your joy, he runs up and he was like, "Isn't it gorgeous?" Like he just loves being <laughs> a part of everything you're in, and just like it looks so good on her. Like it's the best, and, so, and so it's cute. a true partner, true like partner in life, in love, and that's what I want. You're going to have that, lady, Tina. Yes. Manifest it. It's all happening. Yes, it's all it happening. Is. Well, yeah. on that note, my love, um, I love you madly. I'm so impressed Thank with you. And um, for those you of you that me. don't know, um, You Beauty, it is next level skin changing. And if you go on Tina's Instagram, you can see her dewy skin because you really, I mean, it's live. It's in real life. It's not filtered. <laughs> it's like, it's for real. I'm a diehard. Um, and it happens to be, by the way, my favorite product of all is in uh, the holiday edition, winter yes. edition of Curator. And it is next level. It's it's so, I'm on like my fifth bottle, I think, actually. I'm obsessed with those <laughs> boxes because I think they're so, because, you know, it's like having Rachel Zoe dress you, right? Everything she sent, you're like, okay, this is, it got the okay. I can wear this. I can wear that. Really, that's what they want. Everyone just wants the tip. From an expert like you. That's why I think that is such a genius. When you started, I'm like, genius. I don't want a box from somebody else. These I don't even know who these girls are, who that person is. No offense to them, but I want a box from Rachel just because she's curated it for you. And she's the stylist that everybody wishes they could afford to have in their closet every day. And so with these boxes, I feel like I have Rachel. <laughs> Once a month, I get Rachel. That's so funny because that's actually people always say, why did you start Curator? And I always say, because I wanted to style as many people as I possibly yes. could. So I love you. Wait, I also love that mug. You guys can't see, but she's holding the, how, how many ounces is that? I think it's like 500 ounces. It's so big. <laughs> Look, it's bigger than my head. And it's inside is my, my peak tea and my, my oh college. God, I Look love you so much. It. And it's, it's like, I'm just like drinking my tea. I'm, I'm, gonna, coffee. I'm self-caffeinated. So oh it's my just God. my I'm going, my I'm going to um drink some collagen tea. So I look like Tina. I'm, I'm going to send this to you. I'm going to send this to you. All right. I love you madly. Thank you so much for being on. Um, and Thank I will, me. I'll see you after the holidays. 
Yes. Bye, my sweet. Okay, bye. Bye, Angel. So Tina Craig, I mean, you know, it's funny whenever I, I get lucky enough to interview one of my like badass female friends in a one-on-one, it's so funny because you'd think that I kind of know everything and I know the story and I know whatever, but I really do learn every time I speak to someone. And for me, I think it's important to know that like, when people are the kind of OG of something, there's a reason for it. It's because they didn't follow somebody. It was an idea they had. It was, it was a dream they executed on. It was a passion that they followed. And I think Tina is such an example of that. And she actually like, she actually like initiated an entire movement of bloggers, fashion bloggers and beauty bloggers and influencers. And the fact that not only is she still doing it, you know, 15 or so years later, um, she has her own agency. She has built this incredible beauty brand. And so I just find her to be so impressive and, you know, works for us is obviously about relationships. And as I mentioned on the podcast, it's, I think the relationship with yourself and I think us as women, um, that relationship with ourselves is probably the most challenging um, and yet the most important, um, I think, with having a successful life personally and professionally. So I, I loved that interview. If you liked what you've heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts. And of course, give us a rating, a really good one and a review. And of course, keep listening. Check us out on our Instagram at atworks.for.us. And don't forget to tell us your story. There's a Works For Us phone line that you can call to leave us a message with your very own relationship stories. And we're planning to share our favorites on the podcast. You can also ask us for relationship advice, although I can't stress enough that we are not experts, but we'll still take your questions. So if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657-549-2251. That's 657-549-2251. You can also find all of our contact info on our Instagram at works.for.us.